ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. This hour, we're talking boxing. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio areas, having defended that title and get this for better than 33 years. And straight up today, we're going to talk with a great one, folks, one of the great writers in the world of boxing. I'm talking about Socrates Palmer. will join us in a couple of minutes. Of course, we are on the the heels of Canelo Alvarez's sensational win over Liam Smith last night. Of course, 51,000 people turning out in Arlington, Texas. Of course, the home of the Dallas Cowboys to watch Canelo chopped down a smaller man. That's right, a smaller man. And now Canelo is saying he will fight Gennady Golovkin. Golovkin, of course, 36 0, 33 KOs, coming off that sensational face breaking knockout last Saturday, of course, over uh, Kel Brook over there in the UK. Unbelievable performance for Gennady Golovkin, no doubt about it. And pound for pound, I think he is the best right now. And of course, it boils down to the best pound for pound when Andre Ward and Sergey Kovalov hook it up, folks. That's the super fight. Golovkin's going to fight the winner of the Kovalov fight eventually. Kovalov and, uh, and Ward, of course, that's going down November the 19th in Las Vegas. And that's the fight that's going to determine pound for pound who's the best fighter in the world. Golovkin, he's an asterisk right now. Once he fights the winner of this fight, he'll have to do it. And there's no doubt about it. If you want to see who's the best pound for pound, these guys have got to come together and fight. At 160, 175, in the old days, the middleweight champs will move up to 175 pounds. Not always be successful, but they move up and they have one title. Of course, Ray Robinson failed in the 14th round. What do you got? He gassed out, lost about 15 pounds during the fight. Couldn't make it to light heavyweight against Joey Maxson, but everybody that's tried that hasn't been as lucky as that. Of course, some guys are just failed miserably. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. This is Sports Byline. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone at just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you tried everything, try oil can joint lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. 
Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. But falling ever further behind them. Oh no! That's what we were worried about. He won't get up from that. He's at a right hand. We're going to see it again. Here it comes. Graham on the attack. Oh look! But, and he was out before he hit the floor. Gee, that was one hell of a shot. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Make a million, lose a million. <laughs> That's where it goes. Check it, 12 minutes past the hour. This is Sports Byline. I am Pedro Fernandez, celebrating 33 years of radio. I just can't believe that I've been around 33 years straight up. Looking forward to another 33, of course, live on the Sports Byline broadcast. And we're doing seven hours of live radio a week. What am I talking about? We do Ring Talk live worldwide Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour. Then we come back on Saturday night. Johnny Taco and his All-Stars. Who's Johnny Taco? That's my alter ego, the stand-up comedian of the early 1990s. They made a couple of bucks here at clubs in the Northern California area. Bottom line is Johnny talking his All-Stars go at 10 p.m. Pacific time each and every Saturday night right here at Sports Byline and all the Internet platforms on which you're hearing this show right now. Of course, Johnny talking his All-Stars, we do sports, we do social issues, we have fun, we do a lot of comedy. We just have a great blast each and every Saturday night at 10 p.m. Pacific time. And then, of course, you have this Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time show right here on Sports Byline, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, two hours of combat sports, an hour of boxing, and an hour of MMA. But wait, I'm not done. No, no, they roll me out one more time, folks. We'll talk about 5 p.m. Pacific time today, Sundays. We do No Holds Bar. They've got two co-hosts. The first hour, we talk pro wrestling, of course, with the great Dr. Mike Lano, the wrestling genius that he is. And, of course, then we bring in Zach Attack Young. We talk MMA with Zach Attack, straight up two hours of 
No Holds Barred. That's 5 p.m. Pacific time each and every Sunday. So there's my seven hours of live radio here on Sports Byline. In addition to all the, uh, you know, I mean, we do initial broadcast, rebroadcast. I think Sirius XM reruns this show Mondays on another channel at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Straight up, we'll go back to the scene at hand. I'm talking about Canelo Alvarez taking out Liam Smith last night with a ninth round KO. I'm talking about the World Junior Middleweight WBO title, of course. 154 pound is the junior middleweight limit. Canelo now 48, 1 and 1, 34 KOs. He was pretty dominant. It wasn't like Smith came not to fight. Smith came to fight, but Smith was fighting a bigger man. And I've said this time and time and time again that it's not fair that some guys can trick their bodies into making weight like 154 pounds the day before. And then the next day they come in the ring, a light heavyweight. It's not fair. You shouldn't be defending the light middleweight championship of the world are going after the light middleweight championship of the world to face a light heavyweight. Light heavyweight is 175 pounds. I don't care what they said last night as far as Canelo's weight was concerned, the announced weight, he looked around 170, maybe 175 pounds easy. I'm not trying to say he was over that, but he was at that. It was no stretch by any means. And of course, Liam Smith comes over from the UK to defend his WBO middleweight, junior middleweight title now, 23-1 and 113 KOs. It was a, how can I put this? The brick came to fight, but unfortunately, again, fighting a bigger man, it just it doesn't work always. You know, usually when two guys go at it back and forth, you've got guys of, you know, equal or moderate, uh, moderately about the same skills. You know, the bigger guy is going to win. Why? Because that size factor just fits in a little bit. I'm trying to tell you when I was beating up bigger guys in the gym, that was cool. But, you know, I got tired. You got tired easier. And they if they grabbed you and roughed you up and moved you around, well, they zapped all your energy. And last night, Liam Smith was tanging with a light heavyweight in Canelo Alvarez. He was dropped in three rounds. The last time in the ninth round, it was a body shot. I mean, holy cow. I just like, oh, you could hear it all. If you were listening, if you were listening on the radio, you heard that body shot. It was a brutal body shot. It ended the fight. The count went to 10. The winner, a new junior middleweight champion, is Canelo Alvarez. Give him some props, but how much props do you give a guy that's got that kind of advantage over somebody? I mean, he's already got 51,000 people in the stands, and if that doesn't uh, single him out as the biggest boxing celebrity right now, nothing does. I mean, think about that. We're not talking about abilities. We're not talking about pound-for-pound stuff. We're talking about the ability to draw the ability to put people's butts in the seats. And that is exactly what Canelo Alvarez does, and he does it very, very well. Now, the pay-per-views from last night, because the fact that Liam Smith was not the uh, the household name that maybe a Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. or somebody like that would be. So the numbers aren't going to be what they probably uh, want them to be. But I wouldn't ima- I would imagine these numbers being around eight to 900,000 homes, if not over a million homes for, for this young man. That's the appeal he has south of the border and here in the U.S. of A. The best fighter, as far as the Mexicans are concerned right now, outside of Roman Gonzalez, of course, Roman looking at a bit controversial last weekend that went over uh, Carlos Quadras on the Golovkin undercard. Take that back. He was on the forum end of it. Remember last week? Here's what happened. Last week, Gennady Golovkin fought in the U.K. He fought on HBO. Okay, he took out Kell Brook and Nike. It was ugly. Anyway, then uh, Chocolito Gonzalez, I'm talking about Roman Gonzalez, who's like 42 and all, something like that. He's fighting, he was fighting in L.A., and he won a decision over Carlos Quadras. It was a split HBO feed, so both fights were on HBO, and, uh, of course, one was a little bit early than the other. And now Golovkin is in line, or Canelo's in line, to fight Golovkin. So Golovkin's a middleweight champion. But here we have a problem here. We have a dilemma. We do. I mean, think about this. We've got a middleweight champion in which... 
he's a good, I mean, he's a fantastic fighter, the best fighter in the world, but he doesn't sell a lot of tickets. He doesn't sell a lot of pay-per-views. He's not Mr. Pay-per-view per se. They put him on pay-per-view last time, did not do well. In fact, I don't think they even published the numbers. Somebody told me it was like 110,000 numbers, something like that. So if you can only do 110,000 people across the country, uh, you, you're not a pay-per-view fighter per se, not that way. But then again, you match him with the right opponent, and he can be a pay-per-view opponent, op fighter. I'm talking about Gennady Golovkin. Now, last night, Canelo Alvarez says um, he's willing to fight. Gennady Golovkin is willing to fight about 160 pounds. He said the weight's not an issue. He's not worried about it. Yeah, I wouldn't be worried about it either if I was coming in at 175 and fighting a small middleweight. I mean, Golovkin's like, he's a tiny middleweight. He's small, folks. I mean, he's small. When you compare him to, like, Iran Barkley, the biggest middleweight champion I ever saw, I was like, these guys are like, uh, father and son. I mean, you, you, Iran would put him under his arm. That's how big Iran was. That's how small Golovkin is. So Golovkin's not a big middleweight. In fact, he says he can make junior middleweight if need be. And I think he would fight Canelo Alvarez 154 pounds if he wanted to, but they don't want to. And now Canelo's saying that they did tender an offer to Gennady Golovkin and offered him twice as much money as he's ever made. But he's the world middleweight champion. I think you've got to go in here with a 55-45 split or a 50-50 split with Golovkin and, and, uh, and Canelo. But then again, here, here's what we have. Here's the problem. Golovkin doesn't sell. He's got the belt. And Canelo's got the butts. So we've got the butts versus the belts. The guy that can sell the tickets versus the guy that's good. What do you do? How do you get these guys to do to the, these two guys together without them both being incredibly greedy or wanting the apples uh, or the lion's share of the, of the apples? So how do you do that? Okay. So you set them up on a pay-per-view percentage. And you give them a certain amount of money up front. And you tell them, look, this fight's going to do this on pay-per-view. We'll give you this if it goes over that. We'll give you that if it goes over this. And you come to some type of agreement. I mean, Tom Loeffler is not a buffoon. I mean, the manager, of course, uh, the promoter of Johnny Golovkin, they call it K2 Promotions of the two Klitschko brothers. But he's not a dummy. This guy's on top of his game, okay? So don't ever think he, he shows up with half his lunch packed. He's always got his lunch packed. And when he goes into negotiations with Canelo Alvarez's people, Golden Boy Promotions for this fight that I think will take place in May of 2017, when he goes into uh, negotiations, he knows what he's doing. He's no schmo. Okay, this is not a buffoon. Okay, he's going to know what's happening. It's going to be a good fight. Uh, will it be a great fight? Well, the anticipation is great. And the anticipation is usually like fifty-five or sixty percent of the uh, of the entire promotion. You know, the build-up to the fight. Of course, in Mayweather fights, the build-ups are always the whole fight. I mean, come on, Mayweather. You know, I'm going to knock this guy out. I'm going to knock this guy out. He hasn't knocked anybody out since I think since 2006. Think about that. 2006 and telling people, I'm going to knock you. He ain't knocking nobody out, man. All you did was knock out the bank. Got to give him props for that. I mean, he made money, no doubt about it. Ishii Smith, remember him? He was from the Contender TV show. I interviewed him like, what, 10 years ago, 12 years ago? Was it 2004 when uh, when Sergio Moore won that Contender Championship in Las Vegas? Of course, NBC doing the big thing with Stallone and Ray Leonard and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, Ishii Smith still doing his thing, coming back, of course. Uh, Friday night winning a decision over Frank Dolarza. That was on Bounce TV, another Al Hamer promotion. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Next up, the great Socrates Palmer on Sports Byline.
Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Book Marcus in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Psst. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Pull out your smartphone and Shazam this now. Go ahead. I'll wait. Geico presents the Shazam 15, featuring the top 15 Shazam songs in the U.S. Make sure you Shazam now to check it out. Interact with Geico to gecko yourself and share it with friends. You can even get a free quote. Shazam now and experience more with Geico. The Shazam 15, brought to you by Geico. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Way early this morning, Brad Higdon shared a major spoiler alert from everyone's favorite hit show, Sad Emojis, to express his feelings about the plot twist and a playlist he made to drown out his sorrows? Dude, oversharing alert. Brad, Geico has something worth sharing with those who haven't defriended you. Like how you could save hundreds on your car insurance at Geico.com. So stop moping about the post-apocalyptic world and start saving in the real world. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Well, I'm on Ring Talk, and as you know, this is one of the first shows that got onto the Internet. Uh, my friend Pedro is a true fighter in his own, uh, his own uh, mind, I should say, but he really is. I seen him exercising the other day, getting ready for somebody. I don't know who it is because everybody is taking shots at him, so I see him getting himself in good condition so that he could fire back. Never been one to say die. Never been one to hide out. He comes on damn near parpedos, full steam ahead. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. Greatness in the house, folks, not only in name, Socrates Palmer, but in soul. The man's got soul. Socrates, how's life treating you? I'm doing great, Pedro. How have you been? I'm doing all right. You know, life is, life is what it is. Bottom line is, last night, Canelo Alvarez showed he was dominant as far as the... Uh, 
in his match with Liam Smith. Liam Smith coming in with the WE 154-pound strap, leaving after a ninth-round KO and a bunch of brutal body shots. Now Alvarez is willing to fight Gennady Golovkin. They say there's been offers out there. They've talked back and forth. Right now I'm opening Golovkin as a 275, a two, 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 basically a two-and-three-quarter one favorite over, uh, almost a three-to-one favorite over Canelo Alvarez if and when they fight. Um, they are going to fight. looks like it will be the super fight of May, maybe 2017. How are you weighing in on that? Um, my question would be at what weight? Because, you know, Canelo is... No, he said he's given... He's, there will be no weight conditions. That's why I'm reporting this. I would, If there were weight conditions, I would have said... He told a couple of reporters last night, weight's no longer an issue. Okay. Well, um, if that's the case, I think the fight is more competitive than I thought, you know, because I think Canelo's hand speed could give Gennady some trouble. But I, I just think he, he doesn't, he's not going to have what it takes to keep Golovkin off for 12 rounds. I think Golovkin eventually could, could bust him up. But, but, you know, soccer, we're talking with Socrates Palmer, Palmer, folks, boxing writer extraordinaire besides one of the greatest names in the history of the planet. Um, how, how can I put this? You know, when you look at Canelo Alvarez and you look at Gennady Golovkin, both these guys at 160, I mean, Canelo's a big guy at 154. He's a big guy at 160. He's weighing in like 174 when he steps in the ring somewhere around there. I don't care what they say, okay? The Golovkin, on the other hand, walks around about 166, 167, and 170 at the max, and he's a small middleweight, per se. He can make 154. So, I mean, when it comes down to the size factor, believe it or not, I think Canelo's going to have a good size advantage here. Yeah, uh, Canelo's definitely not small. He's a thicker. Um, now, Gennady has fought, I believe, when he fought in the Olympics, didn't he fight a super middleweight? Yeah, I, I'm Maybe. not sure if he did or not. You know, but that yeah. that what that whooping he put on Kell Brook's lack, we, you know, Kell Brook is no schmo. Kell Brook might, might be or might have been before he got his face broke, the best welterweight on the planet, maybe outside of Keith Thurman or with Keith Thurman, and he was destroyed. I mean, I mean, there's a difference in weight, a difference in size and things like that, but straight up, you know, Kell Brook was undefeated. He didn't come to the dance no bum. No, not at all. Not, not at all. I, I think Canelo's biggest advantage could be also that he's been on the big stage. I mean, he's fought in front of, I mean, he fought Floyd, so the stage didn't get any bigger than that. Last night at forty thousand, I, I don't. I wonder how Gennady would react. Fifty-one thousand people last night. Wow. Fifty-one. Wow. I was wrong. 50, I was, I was 50, wrong by a few. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 the reason why I brought it up is I'm looking at this press release. Fifty-one thousand people. They're calling this AT&T Stadium now. Of course, the home of the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys, owner of the the uh, NFL, the the number one franchise as far as value is concerned. He says he sees no correlation between brain damage and the NFL. Can you believe he said that? I think he sounded like an owner protecting, you know, being a company man, protecting his product. You, you know, know what? I don't even like that word you just used. You know the words you just used to utilize owner? I don't even like the way that sounds. Do you? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what my little words they call Jerry Jones. He, he does seem to be a fight fan, though, aside from being a money fan. Uh, Don King told me he's not a fight fan. Don King told me he's a money fan. Don says, yeah. with Jerry, it's all about the money. If Jerry can make a big, big buck on it, Jerry's in. I, you know, I, I, I like Jerry Jones. I think Jerry's a good character, you know, for sports. You know, he kind of, he's a throwback to, like, Al Davis and those type of guys. You know, I, I, I like Jerry Jones. 
I knew was, I knew Al Davis and Jerry Jones is no Al Davis. Al Davis was a truculent guy. Al Davis was I mean, Al Davis ninety nine percent of the time was an A you know what. Really? Oh yeah. He was. I mean he was a he was well, I used to see him at Ricky Sports Theater in San Leandro. He would growl at me. He growl growl at me. You're the radio guy. Arr. Yeah, because I'd be in awe of him. You know what I'm saying? It was you know, he was he was who he was. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm, I am a Raider fan, although I live in the East Coast. I have been my whole life, so, you know, I, I, I like Al. But, I mean, obviously, you being out in the Bay, you know him a lot better than I do. Yeah, no, but listen, he brought a lot to the game. He brought us, he brought the N, the AFL to the NFL. He was one of the guys that sat down there and, and did this big negotiating thing back in the mid-1960s, which combined both leagues. I mean, that was cool. I think he, he did a lot for the game. I mean, Al Davis, but, you know... As he got older, he made some incredibly stupid mistakes. How about that uh, drafting Jamarcus Russell? You gave him almost yeah. like a billion bucks, and the guy couldn't fit. I mean, the guy never got himself in shape once. So that's Al Davis. And, hey, by, while we're on the, the subject of Oakland coaches, I remember Don, Don Nelson was coaching the Warriors. He used to have uh -huh. a few he used to have a few toddies over there at uh, at Ricky Sports Studio as well. And then I'm with him in New York City, and he's saying to me, he goes, you know – you look a little at the guard. He goes, yeah, you look a little familiar. I go, yeah, Ricky Sports Theater, San Leandro, California. He goes, yeah, you're the bus boy. Oh, oh, that killed me, Socrates. I wasn't the bus boy. I was a radio guy. Oh, boy. <laughs> but that's Don Nelson after a couple of drinks. Now, Canelo Alvarez and uh, Gennady Golovkin, the big fight. Of course, the big fight in November is going to be, I think, for the pound-for-pound -pound title right now. Uh, uh, Sergio Kovalev, of course, unbeaten in 35, taking on Andre Ward, unbeaten in 35. So we'll talk about that after the break. But this fight is going to be the biggest fight of the uh, of 2017. I think it will eclipse all other pay-per-view numbers because of the fact that Mexicans will tune in not only to watch their hero fight, but they'll tune in with the possibility that he might be slain. Now, now you said that is true. The Mexican factor is it, it is the Golden Goose in boxing, and uh, they will support their people to the end. Who do you like in the fight? I, I, I'm still leaning to last Who are you picking? It, it sounded to me like you were almost kind of leaning uh, Canelo. Is that, is that accurate? No, I'm just, I'm just trying to give him his props before I drop the oh. bomb here, okay? The bomb oh, is, I've got Golovkin almost a three-to-one favorite. I think he prevails. I think he is a better pound-for-pound -pound fighter, and I've never seen a fighter outside of Roberto Duran in the past 35 or 40 years cut a ring off like Golovkin does. See, when you cut a ring off on a guy, it just like, whoa! What am, you, you just don't... You, it's mind-blowing. I've had the ring cut off on me a couple of times, and guys have forced me to fight, and it's mind-boggling because he knows, I'm going to step this way, I'm going to move this way, and then, boom, this guy steps over and he beats you to it. It's a, it's a lost art. That's something Canelo still can't do. If you look at his fights with uh, with the uh, the Cuban uh, Lara, obviously yep. Floyd, he does not know how to cut the ring off. Speaking of Floyd Mayweather, um, you know the porn star that never had a money shot, um, the guy that's been promising <laughs> knockouts. Hey, he's been promising us knockouts since two thousand seven. He hasn't knocked nobody out in like nine years. I mean, why do people why do people keep believing that? Why were people continuing to buy those fights? And was telling, I'm going to go out and destroy my opponent. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And he did nothing of the not even nothing remotely like his brags. And I, I have no idea. Uh, I mean, there's a part of me that's happy that he's retired. 
you know, because of the fact that I think, you know, it'll bring back what people actually pay their money for. That's to see people fight. And I have to see someone, you know, be all strategic and hold and just kind of third. And, uh, I mean, Floyd sold a good pay-per-view, but as far as, like, uh, you know, actually performing and, and, and uh, giving people, you know, their hard-earned money, I think he left a little bit to be desired. Um I don't know. I, I'm kind of glad he's gone. Look, look. If the no. guy was if the guy was in pornographic movies, he, he'd have never. They'd have never completed his first film because he can't make a money shot. He won't go for it, even when guys are stunned, even when he's got guys out class and guys are are wobbling around this and that. He steps back and looks at his work like an artist or something like that. And that's not the way I think a great fighter finishes people. Because pound for pound, when you look back on the history of this game, it isn't. Boxing and jabbing and parrying jabs and that kind of good stuff is being able to take out a fighter lesser than you. And I don't think Floyd Mayweather has demonstrated that the will to want to go in there and swing. He just he just hasn't. So he's a reluctant warrior. I'm sort of glad he's gone. Of course, some of these guys now taking up the void at 147 could be my man Keith Thurman. What do you think Keith stands at 147? How do you rate him? I think Keith is good. You know, I I, I think the fight with Porter. He showed a lot of moxie. He showed. That he's a little bit more versatile than than, than, than uh, Porter, who's, who is probably like just a tough matchup for every, anybody. Like who who would really want to fight Porter? The guy that's coming in with his head, his elbow, and just you know one way all the time. Um, I, I would like to see him and Brooke. You know maybe um, it happens uh, sometime in the spring of next year. I think it's the best fight for uh, for that for that weight class. Um, also though, I, I think. I want to see what happens when he fights another puncher. I mean, he really has to, he's, if you look at his fight, he's been matched well. Normally, traditionally, guys that can punch don't like to get hit back. You know, the chins tend to be suspect. But I still want to see his chin get tested, you know. No doubt um, about that. <laughs> We're talking boxing, folks, with Socrates Palmer, boxing writer extraordinaire. We have open phone lines around the world. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. We'll go through uh, the divisions, each weight class in boxing. We'll talk to Socrates on why female boxing really hasn't picked up like female MMA is. That's right. Rod, that and more right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. $100 million in jury verdicts and settlements for serious injury victims, medical malpractice victims, and surviving family members of wrongful death victims. Trial Lawyers for Justice. This is a firm that does not handle frivolous lawsuits. They go after insurance company money, and they're darn good at it. They don't sell their clients out or settle cheaply. Trial Lawyers for Justice, the firm that goes the distance for you their client. They treat their clients the way you would want your own family members taken care of. Nicholas Rowley, Dominic Pachota, and the other trial lawyers in the firm at Trial Lawyers for Justice, dedicated to representing the people and their families in Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Illinois, California, Wyoming, and many other states. Trial Lawyers for Justice. $100 million in settlements and jury verdicts already in 2016. 888-811-0844. 
TL4J.com. Trial Lawyers for Justice. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE. 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Joe, I know you don't like to talk in a moment like this, but you're getting two and a half million dollars. Will that make any difference in the way you're going to fight? Well, it, uh, it gives me inspiration to, to do a little more, you know, and uh... Go follow a little more and I'll feel good about it. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. <laughs> I'm going to like you. I'm going to hang you, but I'm going to like you. There is a 105-pound weight class in boxing. I kid you not. And the guy that runs it or the guy that owns it is a guy from Thailand named KOCP Freshmart. It's right named after a... A, 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 a little story, I kid you not, these Thailand fighters, of course, there's canine battery and all that kind of good stuff, so they named themselves after their sponsors, and he's the main guy at 105, and of course, 108, I guess, is Donnie Natus, the guy, of course, from uh, the Philippines, 112 pounds, 112 pounds, the underappreciated 112 pounds, is that where Roman Gonzalez is hanging out right now? Uh, Chocolate Pizza, um, I think he just fought at what, was it 115? Is he up to one fifteen? He's up to one fifteen. That's right, one hundred and fifteen pounds. But you know, it didn't look all that great last week. Forty six and zero. Carlos Quadras came in unbeaten, thirty five and zero. There were some people that thought he uh, might have lost that fight. Was it controversial in your mind? You know what? I was. You, you saw the words out of my mouth. I was. I was hoping that you brought it up, Chuck Rotito. Um Do I think he won? I had the fight as a draw. You know, but I haven't watched it. You know, I only watched it once, just when it came out. And as I'm watching, I say, you know, this fight is a draw. And I would love to watch the fight again on mute because, I don't know, I, I'm not drinking the Chocolatito Kool-Aid, you know, that he's the best, you know, in the world, this, that, and the third. I, I don't see it, Pete. Do you? 
Uh, I think he's a good fighter, but I don't think he's the best fighter on the planet. And I think that at 115 pounds, that that the guy um, Nanui Inoue, the the Japanese fighter, he's a monster at 115. He's like he's like Jake Lamotta at 115 pounds. He's a killer. So 150 pounds is not going to be an easy place for Chocolito to hang out. Plus, I guess most people are are asking for a rematch here. I, I think it would be a great rematch. You know, definitely. I mean, you fight, he's got the good dance partner. You know, the guy's Mexican. He's gonna, um, he's gonna bring his fan base. Um, Chocolatito's lucky that Quadras was not a big puncher because he was getting hit. He's getting hit. Um, I think he kind of ex, um, exposed Chocolatito that Chocolatito's defense is, is his face. You know, he, he cuts the ring off great. That's for sure. And, and, and he never stops coming. But I, I don't know. I, I think uh, a rematch. Could be the same, just for the fact that I, I think to beat Chocolatito, he needs something to, that he's going to respect. And I don't know if Quadros has that. Okay. And um, maybe maybe the, 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 the mega fight is against the Japanese fighter. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try. At 100, uh, yeah, you, I guess you're talking about Shinzuko Yamanaka? Okay. No, they feel like he's a bantamweight. Take it back. Moving things up to bantamweight, now 118 pounds, that's the only name that's out there is is Yamanaka. He's from Japan, obviously, Tokyo, 26-0, with a couple of draws. Outside of that, everybody else is, um, you know, relatively unknown at 118 pounds, sort of a, a desolate division right now. 122 pounds, things are rocking and rolling at 122. Guillermo Rigondeaux's there. Of course, who was the young man that beat Leo Santa Cruz? Carl Frampton. I mean, he's there at 120. Was that 126? Those guys fought at 126, huh? Yeah, 26. Um, okay. Frampton is good. He, he's very good. You know, he showed a lot of versatility. You know, fast hands, good defense. He, uh, I, I, I mean, Santa Cruz was upset with the decision. I thought it was a clean win. You know, and uh, and what was the most impressive, I was actually at that fight, he had the crowd. I mean, those, you know, he had the Irish, you know, Brits out there. You know, and uh, very impressive. Great atmosphere uh, in Brooklyn. I no doubt about it. Had. 130 pounds, they call it junior lightweight, they call it super featherweight, call it what you want. Um, pretty good fighters, Francisco Vargas, Vasil Lomachenko. Is Lomachenko the king at 130? I think he's the king at whatever weight class he wants, man. I like him a lot. I think he's, <laughs> I, I think he's a bad boy. You know, at 26, 30, you know, he's, he's good. You know, and, and he's got the frame. I wonder how high he can actually go up. Um, the, the dream fight is him and Rigondeaux. You know, I hope that they could do that. Um, he was supposed to have fought uh, Nicholas Walters, but I don't know what happened to the uh, Jamaican uh, axe man. You know, he kind of, like, fell off the planet. So you I, know, what, ha what happened was he got into the big-time fight league where he was only fighting once or twice a year, and he doesn't have the discipline to keep himself together the rest of the year. Hmm. You know, what about Orlando Salido and Vasil Lomachenko? Of course, that's the only loss on Lomachenko's record when he was mugged. I mean, that was a brutal, that was just a brutal mugging, wasn't it? You come in 10, or 10, 12, 10, 12 pounds overweight and challenge the guy, oh, you scared to fight me because I'm a little heavy, and you, and, you, and you coax him into a fight and you get him into the fight and then you mug him? <laughs> yes. And I think that was Lomachenko's, what, third fight? Something like that, third pro fight? Second or yeah, third? I, I, yeah, the second or third fight. I, I think it was probably a, the best learning experience Lomachenko ever had. You know, like, I think that night he probably became a professional. You know, fighting a guy that was, you know, that would do anything to win. Uh, obviously, yeah, fighting a guy heavier. And, um, you know, like you said, he mugged him, hit him low a bunch of times. And But I, I think he probably has, 
got came off that fight even better. I mean, the way he he waxed uh, Gary Russell, who's been a monster ever since. I mean, he got, yeah. he he laid a whooping on him. He beat him at least ten rounds to two. You know, yeah. And you know, I I think that if they fought again, you know, Salido has had a couple of wars since then. He probably would stop Salido this time around. You know, just on the strength of the experience. I think that was that was uh, that was on display that day. Great analysis, no doubt about that. Rancis Bartholomew, of course, from Cuba at 135 pounds. Terry Flanagan from uh, Europe, 31-0, the WBO champion. Anthony Crowla. I can't believe that Jorge Linares is ranked number four by by BoxRec, but he's had he's been on a bit of a streak. He's 40 and three now. Of course, he had been he won his last six fights. But at 135, is there anybody that, is there anybody that stands out, Socrates? Um, I, at one point I was a Vivian Norris fan and I thought he was going to actually be like that guy that, that goes into superstardom and his career kind of sputtered. And I'm, I'm glad he's kind of turned things around. I, I think he may be the best at 135. But is kind of like the guy under the radar. All he does is win, but he's not the most exciting guy to watch. You know, and, and unfortunately he's Cuban, so he has like zero fan base, you know, um, <laughs> I, I, I would say probably a toss-up between those two guys, yeah. 140 pounds, looks like his uncontested Terrence Crawford. They call him Bud, 29 of course, 28 years old, out of Omaha, Nebraska. Um, anybody else at 140? I'm looking at guys like Andrew, Adrian Broner. Can Broner, can Broner compete with Crawford? Um, yeah, I think so. I think he can compete. Um, I think he can compete, uh, especially the fact that he used to fight at 47, so I, I'm not sure... If um, you know Crawford's power will will, uh, will be intimidating to Broner, I, I, I think a focus Broner competes against anybody. You know that's the problem. Though the focus Broner is far and few. You know um, the last thing I saw on Instagram, he was almost saying that he's retiring, and I think he's going to dedicate himself to music or something. I don't, I, I don't know. Is he still? Is, is there anything in the works? that you hear about him? I'm not hearing a whole lot. Manny Pacquiao, believe it or not, at BoxRec is ranked number one. I can't believe that. I asked Paco Valcarcel, the president of the WBO, yesterday about that, and he says that Manny's still a great fighter. You know that old political thing. But Pac-Man is 58-62. I don't consider him even the top five as far as welterweight is concerned. I just don't. Keith Thurman, I think, is better. Uh, Keith Thurman, of course, unbeaten. Danny Garcia, unbeaten. I think he's better than the former junior welterweight champion. Kill Rook, I think, is better. And I think that um, Earl Spence Jr. is better. Just those guys alone. What do you think? I think he would beat Garcia, but the other three guys, no. I think Garcia is probably the one guy that, that he probably couldn't look really good against because of the fact that Danny's so slow. You know, um, I, I, yeah, it'd be hard to pick Manny against those other guys. Those are big welterweights, especially Spence. Spence is, you know, is, is a monster right now. Um, and obviously uh, Thurman, yeah, no, I, I think Manny's best weight is, pro is probably 140. You know, yeah. um, and I wanted to eventually make that fight between him and uh, and Crawford. I think that that may be the big. The next oh fight. man, you you want to see him get hurt, huh? I mean, I'm, I'm listen. His name is Emmanuel, not Manny. He was born Emmanuel with two M's. Okay, unlike Emmanuel Stewart with one M. Okay, what I'm trying to tell you is Emmanuel reminds me of Emmanuel I know that's a Filipino bus driver here in San Francisco. That's what he looks like nowadays in 2016. He looks like a, a bus driver. He doesn't look like a fighter. He doesn't even look like a senator or a, a possible presidential candidate. He looks like a bus driver. The guy's old, man. The guy's been fighting a long time. He's been fighting since 107 pounds. He's fighting at 147. There's too much weight. I think there's too many miles on 
that clock. Do you think Vargas has a chance? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not all that impressed with Jesse Vargas. That's the problem with that. Of course, he's the current reigning WO title holder. 154, we've got, obviously, my man uh, uh, Saul Alvarez, no, once-beaten fighter. Of course, he won last night. Arizona Lara, the man from Cuba, twice-beaten, 23-2-2. Miguel Cotto still around. I can't believe that, 40-5. and five. Amir Khan, I don't know, 40-31-4. Um, Amir Khan, the best fight, I think, in the U.K. right now, would be Amir Khan and Kell Brook. Kell Brook coming back next year and fighting him in, in, in like May. I mean, Amir has one little setup fight in between, and that's a that's a multi million dollar clash. I, I agree. That would be a spectacular fight that they could they could turn that into like you know like a mini Eubank Nigel Ben you know like that type of uh, grudge match. They seem to not like each other. Um, if they're not too damaged after the last fight, I think it's, a, it's an excellent fight. But at fifty four, what about the uh, the Charlo brothers? Anything? I, 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 I'm going to ask you about that. You, you're you're deep on them. Talk to me. Uh, I you know I think they're okay. I mean I think the best one, the, the best at fifty four, um, is is uh, Andrade, uh, the kid uh, um, from Rhode Island. I think he's yeah. I think he's probably the best fifty four. And I like um, um, the guy that Redman trains, um, the kid from Philly. I can't. Yeah, I, I can't think of his name right now. It's, it's killing me. Yeah. There's a lot of, lot of good fights at 54. And they're all Heyman controlled, you know, PBC. So eventually they should all fight each other, you know. Okay. So. Going, going through middleways, Golovkin, obviously, number one, 36 and 0. Danny Jacobs, the kid that beat cancer, 32 and 1. The best American middleweight by far, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, Danny, you know, he's uh, he's he's good. He's not great, you know. He has been knocked out in the past, um, I, 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 it, but it's it really it's a different league though. If he, if he was to step in against Golovkin, it's it's just that big difference. It's triple A to the ML, to the, uh, to the show, you know. It's a big big step up. I don't think he'd be competitive against Golovkin or even Canelo. Looking at 168 pounds, it looks like the top ten of the uh, of the box rec rankings look like. Andre Ward's resume. I'm talking about uh, uh, Arthur Abraham, um, James. De I mean, you know, he's beaten everybody at 168. So essentially, he's done at 160. Now fighting 175. Gilberto Ramirez from Mexico. They call him Zundo. He's the WBO guy at 168. Is he a real deal? I think so. I think so. Um, I think he's got everything. He's got the height. You know, he's uh, he he punches. Um, he's Mexican, so he's got the fan base. You know, he probably will be the money man at that division. Uh, and he's with top rank. Top rank knows how to groom guys uh, to, to start him. Uh, he beat he beat an old Abraham, you know, and, and he did so pretty easily. So uh, I don't I don't really see anyone else at 68, like you said. Talking 75, last weight class with the great Socrates Palmer, Sergey Kovalev, of course, uh, 30 and 0. Andre Ward, 30 and 0. These guys battle it out. I'll be willing to put the pound-for-pound pound crown on the winner. How about you? That's without a doubt. I mean, as of right now, I still have Ward as a pound-for-pound pound crown just because, of the fact, he hasn't lost. I mean, other than, you know, contractual disputes, what has he really done to not be considered the pound-for-pound pound guy? I mean, so like you said, Socrates, he's got the He's never lost a fight in his life. That one junior Olympic loss was a ripoff. He's never lost a fight. He is perfect. Anyway, just like you, you're perfect. I thank you so much for your time, my brother. Thank you for the uh, platform, as always. Uh, much love and respect from the Bronx. 
And um, what can I say? Talking boxing with a friend on a lazy Sunday is a good thing. The great Socrates Palmer on Sports Byline. These are the eyes that never knew how to smile Till you came into my life And these are the arms that long to lock you inside Every day and every night I'm trying to show love is right Oh, show and tell Just a game I play When I want to say I love you, girl So show me and tell me That you feel the same way too Say it do, baby Here's an Urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 
That's 800-223-0992. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Heavyweight boxing, and that is why it is always something special. Talk about this stuff which they put on in cages nowadays when anything goes. You can keep it so far as I'm concerned. This is Sports Byline Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The man they call Head. No, it's not a sexual thing. His name is Craig Golacki. He was the former WBO Cruiserweight title. Dropped that belt to an unanimous nod across the pond last night to Oleg Yusek. Oleg Yusek is now 11-0 or 10-0 with only nine knockouts. But he's actually, with nine knockouts, actually one of the best fighters out of Europe. Not the best fighter out of Europe. I kid you not. Pound for pound. Straight up. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Coming up on the forthcoming hour. This upcoming hour, we're going to talk about the world of mixed martial arts. But I have to mention that Tyson Fury, who was brought on the show yesterday by Paco Valcarcel, that Tyson Fury, the number one world heavyweight in the world, the world heavyweight champion, the WBO title holder, has been told by the WBO that if he does not defend the title at the scheduled fight with Vladimir Klitschko, that the title will be taken from him. He will be stripped. So straight up, Tyson Fury... <clears throat> An undefeated lad, but uh, very undisciplined as well. We'll see what he brings to the dance come November. Of course, him and Klitschko vying in a rematch for the World Heavyweight Championship. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Till next time, much respect. New York State is taking extra precautions as a result of last night's bombing in New York City. Mitch Liebe reports. Governor Cuomo says there is no evidence at this time that Saturday night's explosion was linked to international terrorism. But he adds a bomb exploding in New York is an act of terrorism in its truest sense. Cuomo says there is no further immediate threat, but just the same, he says... We'll be deploying close to an additional 1,000 New York State police... Cuomo says the blast, which injured 29 people, also caused extensive physical damage in the area. Democratic vice presidential candidate Tim Kaine says he knows Hillary Clinton is going to have to win over millennials to win this election. Speaking on NBC's Meet the Press, the Virginia senator addressed polls that show many people under 35 are not enthusiastic about Clinton's candidacy. This is USA Radio News. Hello, I'm Tirza, a student at Hillsdale College. Here is Hillsdale President Larry Arne on the basis of the rights our founders fought for in the Revolution and secured in the Constitution. The American Republic's meaning and proper method of operation is to be found in two documents, in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. That's about 5,000 words of text. That's not very much. They're simple. They're beautiful. They can be understood and be retained. A human being is a certain kind of thing and requires to be treated in a certain way human being is a thing that has rights, and those rights are inalienable, according to the Declaration. You've got to respect them. And it also follows that given the kind of thing a human being is, government needs to be organized in certain ways. 
And we think, I think, that that is the argument of the American Revolution. This Constitution Minute was brought to you by Hillsdale College. To receive a free pocket constitution and declaration, go to constitutionminute.com. The chairman of the Congressional Black Caucus isn't happy with how Donald Trump ended the birther movement. By any definition, Donald Trump is a disgusting fraud. Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders both made some late-night TV appearances this week. USA's Chris Barnes has more. I wish I had won the nomination. Sure. And I wish I was on my way to becoming president. But speaking on NBC's Late Night with Seth Meyers, former Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders says... Having said that, it's nice to be able to go to the grocery store and buy some strawberries without being surrounded by eight armed guys. Earlier on the NBC network, Donald Trump joins Jimmy Fallon, who asks... Can I miss your hair up? And while Trump has famously let a lot of people touch his hair in the past, this is the first time he does let someone mess it up. (laughs) Photos of the aftermath go viral within minutes. I'm Chris Barnes. This is USA Radio News. Love sports articles but don't have time to search the web looking for the most compelling stories? Then U.S. Sports Pages is for you. Why spend hours going to multiple sites looking to find sports articles when we can do the work for you? Our producers go through every newspaper in the country and pick out the best sports articles separated by sport, dramatically reducing your prep time. We also include sports and entertainment kicker stories. USSportsPages.com is the only site you'll need to get your sports fix. Check us out today. The daily links at USSportsPages.com. The 68th Annual Emmy Awards will be handed out Sunday in a ceremony to be broadcast live from Los Angeles. It's airing up against Sunday Night Football. Jimmy Kimmel will be back to host for a second time. Congressman Keith Rothfuss of Pennsylvania is using the weekly Republican address to promote his party's Better Way plan. By listening to the American people, Republicans have developed a positive agenda to get our country back on track. We're calling it a better way. A better way would not only restore American leadership in the world, it would generate a healthy expansion of our economy that would increase job opportunities, You can learn more about these ideas by going to better.gop. Our plan addresses the need to reform government itself. And that's what I'd like to focus on here. Because today is Constitution Day. 229 years ago today, a group of visionaries, including Alexander Hamilton, Benjamin Franklin, James Madison, and George Washington, emerged from Independence Hall having signed the final draft of the blueprint for our federal government. Millionaire Mark Cuban is offering Donald Trump $10 million for a four-hour-long interview. Cuban tweeted the offer to the GOP presidential nominee, saying he wants to know more about Trump's policies and their substance. The Dallas Mavericks owner also told Trump about a catch. He couldn't mention Hillary Clinton or discuss anything other than the details and the facts of his plan. I'm Joe Gomez, USA Radio News. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and 
even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the student loan hotline right now. 800-949-8707. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, this is your inside look in the world of mixed martial arts. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race. And guess what? I'm celebrating 33 years on the radio today, this weekend. Wow, I'm blown away by it. Of course, I started the show when I was seven years old. But the bottom line is, 33 years of radio, I would have never thought, of course, it started out as a bit of a lark. Somebody said to me, you can't do a radio show. What do you know? You can't do a radio show. Guess what, Betty? You pushing up daisies 33 years later, I'm still knocking out ball bums on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone lines, coast to coast, you want to join me, you can. We're talking myth martial arts, a little pro wrestling, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. UFC fight night last night, of course, last week, the UFC heavyweight championship, staying in Cleveland, Ohio. Stip Miocic, still the world heavyweight champion. Next up on his docket, of course, Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez, the once beaten, of course, former USC heavyweight champion. Think about twice beaten, former USC heavyweight champion. Clamoring at the bit, folks. I mean, he is a monster. He really is a monster. And I look for him to destroy. I'm sorry, Stip. Stip's got some good boxing abilities, but when you hook it up and hook it up deep and go deep with Cain Velasquez, you come up on the short end because he's just that much of a monster. He's a killer. He's a true beast. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, 1-800-878-PLAY. This is Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline. of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. 
Call Wall & Associates now, 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just... Just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800 Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah, that's him, man. Straight up, of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of mixed martial arts. Last night, the USC rocked as far as USC fight now was concerned. But I want to go back. I'll get to that in a minute. I want to go back to last week. I mean, the the punctuating uh, uh, ending of the world heavyweight fight, heavyweight title fight, of course, the way that Stip Miocic put away uh, Alistair Overeem. I mean, there's no doubt about it. That was impressive. But Cain Velasquez is just, I think he's a different He's a, he's a different human being, and you know, a lot of times when he hits you with these little ugly punches, they call it dirty boxing, whatever they want to call it. When he hits you with those little punches, I think he hurts you a lot more than you can ever imagine. I think he's just a man, and people just don't want to realize that you know, it was a bit of a fluke. He went down to Mexico. He disrespected the mother nature, the fact that Mexico is like 10,000 feet in the altitude. He came in there fat. He was uh, uh, t- uh, coming off a long layoff because of injuries. I mean, you know, Kane, Kane didn't go in there 100%. Not saying that was an excuse because he took his whooping and he didn't say he didn't come up with any excuses. That's the type of guy he is. He just took his licking and walked away much like he took that brief 
that quick knockout at the uh, hands of Junior Dos Santos a few years ago. Of course, in the first UFC event on Fox TV, that sort of blew everybody's mind when he took out, uh, when he got taken out by Junior Dos Santos like he did. But straight up, Cain Velasquez is coming back. He's beaten Dos Santos, the aforementioned uh, former champion, not once but twice, and beat him incredibly. I mean, it was just been, you want to talk ugly? Those were ugly, ugly fights. I had never seen beatings that bad. I mean, they were just like horrific. And the fact is, the second fight, yeah, I don't know how anybody want ever want to come back from that. When I see Junior Dos Santos doing these interviews on TV, and he seems like he's got all his faculties, I'm thinking someday he might not. Because, you know, taking whippings like that, listen, beatings, far as contact sports are concerned. The reason why I like MMA now a little bit more than boxing over uh, when it comes to punishment and fighters' health and things like that is that is that the fights are quicker. And you usually don't go for broke and spar as many rounds in the gym as you do in a boxing match. I mean, boxing, there's a lot of sparring. And, you know, you're sparring guys, and sometimes you get clipped on the chin. Not me. But sometimes you get clipped on the chin, maybe you get concussed in training. You don't want to, you know, they don't want to report it. They don't want to do anything about it. They don't want to take you out of the gym. They don't want to take you away from sparring. So they take you away from sparring for a couple of days when your brain's been bleeding, Okay. And then you go in, you go back, go back to full contact, and of course, a fight a few weeks later. Now, a lot of guys survive through this and don't have a problem with it. But the guys that don't are the fatalities you see in boxing nowadays. So I'm not in for these 12-round fights where guys get pummeled and pummeled and pummeled and pummeled with big old fat boxing gloves. Because all those big fat boxing gloves do is, is like extend the punishment. Just, it, just like, it just does. I mean, if you had smaller gloves, the great Alexis Arguello, may he rest in peace. Of course, great champion from 126, 130, 135 pounds. Failed in two attempts at the junior welterweight title with the great Aaron Pryor. But he and I, in many of our conversations, he kept going back to the fact that there were a couple of fights, or some of the fights he had early on were with four-ounce gloves. And then he actually, no, that's six-ounce gloves. And then he, he did his title fights, a couple of title fights with six-ounce gloves and 126 pounds. And when you think about it, that's about right. Because if you got a heavyweight like, like Tyson Fury or 270 pounds wearing 10-ounce gloves. You got a guy at 108 pounds, 105 pounds wearing 8-ounce gloves. Is that right to you? Does that sound like the, the ladder or the steps of the ladder going up the right way there as far as increments? And it just doesn't work. I mean, boxing should have probably five or six different size gloves for the guys that are fighting. Because when you have these smaller gloves, smaller guys fighting with these 8-ounce gloves and these 105-pounders, 108-pounders, man, it's just so dull. Nobody wants to watch guys throw pillows around. I mean, it's like watching one of those celebrity fights, you know, where they're watching them wearing the 19-ounce gloves because compared to these guys' actual weights, they are 19-ounce gloves. Straight up, I like MMA now and the fact that they use a 4-ounce glove. The fights are over quicker. The guys don't train uh, as much in the gym from a boxing point of view, and I think there's less damage that way. And, 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 and. I might be wrong on all of that. Why? Because Jake Duran, the stitch man, of course, the stitch, we call him. I call him the cut man extraordinaire, but they call him Stitch. Jacob Duran, originally in Northern California, now of Las Vegas. Of course, UFC fame, Bellator fame, world heavyweight champion, boxing of Vladimir Klitschko fame. He said that he's starting to see punch-drunk MMA fighters in the gym. Starting to see it now. Didn't see it before. Of course, MMA's been around in the United States probably since the beginning of time, but it's really flourished since 93. Of course, and Hoist Gracie, the uh, first UFC heavyweight champion, of course, he wasn't really that much of a heavy. He was like 195 pounds, 200 pounds. But he came to us, of course, out of Brazil. And speaking of Horace Gracie, this week he uh, filed for divorce from his wife of 22 years. She's a foot doctor, a podiatrist in Los Angeles. And he asked for, he asked for a spousal support. 
Hey, hey, listen, ladies, you guys are sitting out there listening on the military bases. Think about this. In the old days, the guys had to throw down the child support. The guys had to throw down the spouse support. Now ladies are being asked or being demanded by courts. That's what equal rights are all about, right? That's the part of equal rights you guys didn't want. Anyway, let's go to the UFC fight night. Of course, on top, Michael Johnson looking good, taking out Dustin Poirier. One round, minute and 35 seconds with a knockout. Just got, just went out there and just beat him up. That's all. Michael Johnson's the real deal. In fact, talk about Michael Johnson, I'll mention a little bit later, but CM Punk, CM Punk and Michael Johnson. You want to get Michael Johnson killed? Is that what you want to do? Of course, this came to you from the State Farm Arena in Hidalgo, Texas, and they drew about 6,000 people. $323,000 was the gate. Pretty good for a little small card in Texas, but of course, Poirier on top of the main event. And Poirier is back. I mean, take Poirier. Uh, Michael Johnson's back. He really is. He had a couple of shaky... Uh, uh, performances, but now he's back and he's looking good. I think he's got a groove on, and I think that they're talking about him maybe in CM Punk. We'll get to that in a bit. But Derek Brunson was on the card. He beat Uriah Hall at TKO in the first round as well, a minute and 41 seconds in. Uriah Hall, former USC gatekeeper. Derek Brunson, not quite a gatekeeper, but uh, he beat the gatekeeper or the former gatekeeper. Evan Dun Dunham was the winner in a lightweight bout. Take out Rick Lynn, a unanimous not across the board. Rick Carnero, of course, won a welterweight contest. Another decision. This one was split over Kenny Robinson. Islam Makalik defeated Chris Wade with an enemy's not across the board in a lightweight bout. Another featherweight bout, meaning 145 pounds. Chaz Kelly, Chaz Kelly uh, defeated Maximo Balanco with a technician, a submission, uh, rear naked choke. And the Anaconda choke, 19 seconds into the very first round. And this course was all carried on Fox Sports 1. I'm a big proponent of Fox Sports 1. Why? Because you get to watch sports free. And yeah, I mean, you get to watch, you have to do the cable thing, but you know, but you get to watch it free. And if you've got like no cable and you've only got the internet, you can watch Fox Fights on the internet. It's never a problem. You always find an internet, a website that's going to have the Fox Fights on. So Michael Johnson was the winner in the main event instead of Brunson. But some of the other fights on this card, mm, not so big in names. I mean, Alejandro Perez, you ever heard of him? No chicks on this card. Randy Brown, ever heard of him? Didn't think so. Anyway. What I'm trying to say is all these fights were on Fox Sports 1, except for the first two fights that were on Fight Pass. I don't get that. Remember in the old days, the UFC was like having like half the fights on Fox Sports 2. Then you had to switch to Fox Sports 1. And then for the main event on pay-per-view, you had to switch to pay-per-view. Three channel switches all in a day. And if you concluded the Facebook change, you had four different, four different, four different cuts. Holy cow. Anyway, the UFC not using common sense when it comes to that. But last night, the UFC fight night, a success on Fox Sports 1, no doubt about that. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of mixed martial arts. Of course, we talk boxing as well. Enjoying 33 years on the radio. Got to bring that up. My mom told me one time when I was winning those Golden Glove titles, son, it ain't bragging when you're telling the truth. And guess what? I am telling the truth. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We are airing in our 33rd year here on Live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network. Hey, troops! And, of course, iTunes, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com. I keep going, but I don't have enough time. This is Sports Byline.
Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Psst. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Pull out your smartphone and Shazam this now. Go ahead. I'll wait. Geico presents the Shazam 15, featuring the top 15 Shazam songs in the U.S. Make sure you Shazam now to check it out. Interact with Geico to gecko yourself and share it with friends. You can even get a free quote. Shazam now and experience more with Geico. The Shazam 15, brought to you by Geico. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Way early this morning, Brad Higdon shared a major spoiler alert from everyone's favorite hit show, Sad Emojis, to express his feelings about the plot twist and a playlist he made to drown out his sorrows? Dude, oversharing alert. Brad, Geico has something worth sharing with those who haven't defriended you. Like how you could save hundreds on your car insurance at Geico.com. So stop moping about the post-apocalyptic world and start saving in the real world. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Ladies and gentlemen, referee Keith Peterson has called a stop to this contest at 2 minutes, 14 seconds of the very first round. Declaring the winner by submission due to a rear naked choke, Mickey Gall! I'm here with the winner, Mickey Gall. Mickey, what has this whole experience been like for you because there's so many eyes on CM Punk. There's so many people that want to know how he would do here tonight. What, what was this like for you? It's been crazy. It's been fun. It's a great opportunity. I mean, you know, like, I, I see a lot of, like, hate for this guy online. Uh, and just a lot of people. Not just in the MMA community, but as a people. I think we all hate too much, man. F*** the hate. We need to love each other. We're all going to be dead in 100 years. Let's love each other, man. F*** the hate. That's a great attitude, sir. Now... 
I, I admire that CM Punk was willing to take this chance. I admire the fact that he wanted to fight in the UFC, that he chose Duke Rufus as a trainer, that he did all the right things. But were you in any way insulted that a guy with no martial arts experience could take two years and compete against a guy like you, who's a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, who has a mixed martial arts professional record, undefeated. How, how did that feel to you? I mean, I can understand why people would feel that way. Not me. I'd be a jerk to be, like, spit at the opportunity. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it was a great opportunity for me. Uh, with that said, this might sound like a gimmicky fight, but I'm no gimmick, man. I'm for real. I'm not going anywhere. Well, no one believes your gimmick. Certainly no one who's paying attention. But this, this certainly wasn't the kind of test that a young guy like you wants in your career, other than the fact to make an exhibition out of it, which is what you did tonight. Yeah, man. Uh, I got someone I want next. Who do you want now? Fight Erdogan. I think that boy's corny. I want to punch his spikes out of his hair. I would love to see that. Hey, they, they say we're Dana White looking for a fight, young guys. Let us bang out. They say guys like us make a protection. F that. I want war. Mickey Gall, ladies and gentlemen. I like it. Mickey Gall's all kinds of fired up. Listen, man. I admire what you did. You're a brave man. You took a crazy chance. And everybody should respect that. That said, what a, I mean, what a giant leap that you just attempted to come in here with no martial arts experience and to take two years of training and to fight against a young, tough kid like that. You definitely chose the hard road, sir. Yeah, you know, in life, you go big and you go home. Uh, I, I just like to take challenges. This was a hell of a mountain to try to climb, and I didn't get to the summit today, but that doesn't mean I'm going to give up. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop. Uh, I, I appreciate all the support from everybody. Obviously, Mickey's a hell of a fighter. I, I will be back, believe it or not. Uh, this was the most fun I've ever had in my life. Second best night of my life, besides marrying my wife, obviously. I know there's a lot of doubters, but listen, life's about, you know, falling down and getting up. It doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down, it's about getting back up. So if there's any kid out there that's told by a parent or a coach or a teacher or somebody that they look up to, somebody that's supposed to push them and believe in them and they're told no, don't listen to them. Believe in yourself. Sometimes the outcome isn't always what you desire it to be. But the true failure in life is not trying at all. I know that sounds preachy and kind of weird for a guy who just got beat up, but this is the time of my life. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you for having the balls to do this, sir. And I look forward to seeing you continue your journey. See you on Punk, ladies and gentlemen. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. What's that supposed to be? Some kind of sick joke? Who so is Darlene Love bringing it back with my Ripple? Of course, he's a Ripple. That is my anthem, the family anthem, the Fernandez family anthem. They're all Rebels, straight up. That's what the ladies say. Anyway, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, coming off that interview that Joe Rogan did with Mickey Gall, of course, the winner in CM Punk, the loser. And you heard CM Punk, of course, Phil Brooks is his real name. I believe he's 39 years old now, and he's a former WWE performer, a former WWE champion. I mean, the guy was a stud in the world of wrestling entertainment because they chose him to be the stud. I mean, they, he's an actor. He was He's a good athlete, a hell of an athlete, but he was an actor, okay? And he was, you know, red lines off of 
teleprompters like Donald Trump and things like that. So, he, you know, there wasn't a whole lot to being a pro wrestler, per se, outside of the heavy schedule, the training, and, of course, you know, going sometimes three or four nights a week. I'm talking about the heavy schedule. That schedule can kill These guys, I mean, they go out there, whether it's rigged or not, they're taking body slams and bumps and all that kind of good stuff, and that stuff does hurt. No doubt about it. I mean, it really does. So anyway, CM Punk now uh, wants to come back. You heard him say he wants to fight again. It's the best thing he's ever uh, experienced outside of marrying his wife. Well, if he has too many more fights, if he has a few more losses in the world of mixed martial arts, he's not going to know who his wife was on any given night, let alone his wedding night. <clears throat> won't remember it. So they're talking about wanting to put him in on Fox TV. I heard this on the Wrestling Observer res uh, radio show. The other day. Of course, Wrestling Observer airs six days a week here on Sports Byline. Of course, Dave uh, Brian Alvarez just hooks it up, formerly of the show that Dave Meltzer created back, back, back in the day. Anyway, they were talking about the possibility of CM Punk moving to Fox TV and fighting on a free TV channel and uh, that he would do good ratings that way because, you know, he's going to do good ratings, just not on pay-per-view. You can't put him on I mean, you had to put him on the pay-per-view card because he was an attraction. I mean, he was like... Call him a freak show. Call him what you want. I don't want to call him that, <clears throat> but call him what you want. Some type of special attraction. You had to put on the pay for the pay end of the card, okay? And I think they gave him. Somebody said he only made five hundred thousand bucks that. I thought that was a little shy as far as uh, money is concerned. But then again, you know, this is the USC. They only pay fighters ten to fifteen percent. Some say twelve percent of the actual cake. In other words, if you look at a cake and look at an entire big old fat sheet cake, right? That whole entire cake, ten percent of that cake goes to the fighters. The rest goes to the UFC. Does that sound right to you? Picture that in your mind. It just doesn't. So right now, you know, we're going to look at this. Uh, the fact that he wants to rumble Mr. Johnson, and Mr. Johnson, of course, took out Dustin Poirier. He's not somebody to be messed with. He's just not. And I can't understand why CM Punk would want to come back and do this. Whether it's on Fox TV, whether it's on Fox Sports One, I don't care where it's at. I mean, why would CM Punk want to come back? I mean. He's not being humiliated. Somebody said to me, oh, Pedro, he's being a He's not being humiliated. He's being defeated. I mean, he's a noble, this is a noble athletic challenge he's taking on. There's no doubt about it. Okay, but the results, the end results are what's most important, especially when it comes to your health and the fact that, you know, you want to make it in, to grandkids and stuff like that. So Michael Johnson, <clears throat> with a 17-10 and 10 record, having lost to Nate Diaz, I believe, and uh, Edson Barbosa, both by decision of Barbosa, a split decision, and the two fights coming into this fight with uh, with CM Punk. I mean, uh, I'm taking it back, this fight last night with Dustin Poirier. So now he's got a one-fight winning streak coming off the uh, win last night. And, of course, the, you know, the Nate Diaz fight, what can I say? Losing to Nate Diaz, it's, it's no shame, especially if you go the route with Nate Diaz. You go Nate, three rounds with Nate Diaz, you lose the decision, no shame in that. Of course, Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor doing their thing. As far as Brutal was concerned a couple weeks ago, that was probably as bad a street fight issue as you're ever going to get. But I tell you, coming from a former street fighter who didn't uh, lose too many of any fights in the street in San Francisco, I thought it was a bit crude. I thought that, you know, both those guys could have employed a little bit more skill, a little bit more, uh, a little, put a, bit more, a little more uh, mind to the get to the fight instead of all this physical stuff and trying to kick and trying to punch, trying to do that. I just, it, it was just a little bit too... Um, too barbaric to an extent. In other words, this give and take stuff a little bit too barbaric. I thought there should have been a little too much, a little bit, a little bit more science to it. Now, obviously, there wasn't. Now, next up on the UFC schedule, enticing card. Of course, we got the monster that is the female champion. No, she's not the champion of any weight class. She's a champion pound for pound of all the females. I'm talking about what do you call her today? Chris Cristiano, Chris Justino, Chris Cyborg Santos. Call her what you want. I call her 
a monster. Oh, my God. We'll get into detail after the break. But when you think about what Chris Cyborg Santos can do, what she's done to men, she should be fighting guys right now. She shouldn't worry about this Lena Landsberg chick she'd take on September 24th. Nah, don't even worry about Lena Landsberg. Start fighting men because she could beat all the women in the world. I don't care if this, this fight's going to be at 140. That's probably going to be the uh, the big catcher here, the big the big impediment as far as Chris Cyborg Santos turns her ability to make 140 pounds not so easy. So the USC rock and roll and CM Punk thinking about coming back once again. Good luck, CM Punk. Of course, Michael Johnson. Well, you know, looking awesome last night. Knocking out Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier was thought to be a, a, a relatively rising fighter with good promise. Well, guess what? Last night he sort of like got crunched. When you get crunched like that, it's not easy to come back. It's just not. And, of course, in the UFC, they give you no easy fights, unlike boxing. That's right. That's what's the difference between MMA and boxing, I believe, <clears throat> is that, you know, in boxing, if a guy gets beat and a guy gets beat bad, they let him go out and they have a tune-up fight against a guy like me or my producer or something, you know, something like that. In other words, a guy that he's going to beat, but a guy that's an honest, uh, going to put an honest effort out there and make him work a little bit, okay? That's what you want. But not in the USC. In the USC, you get your head handed to you, and then they throw you back in to, with, with a live shark. I mean, you know, come on, man. It's, I think the UFC's matchmaker, of course, Joe Silva, considered like the best matchmaker in all of MMA history because there hasn't been but a few. But I'm telling you, man, the fact that he keeps putting these people in the tank, per se, and I say in the tank, the shark tank, time and time and time again, it might make for great fights, but it doesn't do good as far as fighters' longevity is concerned and as far as their, 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 their you know, the ability to heal. Because you don't heal from a whooping like that, like Junior Dos Santos, the whooping he took for from Cain Velasquez, the second and the third fight. I mean, I don't think you heal from a fight like that in a few months. I think you should take a year off. I mean, Kel Brook got beat up by Gennady Golovkin. Some of you MMA fans know who that guy is from really Uzbekistan now, 36-0, 33 knockouts, considered the best boxer pound for pound in the world. I mean, he's a monster. He is just a monster. And you know what he was talking about doing? He was talking about doing something in MMA. He'd be willing to trans cross over and do in the world in MMA. Of course, didn't uh, my man uh, Mr. Floyd Mayweather talk about that? Yeah, right. You are tuned to Sports Byline. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone lines 1-800-878-7529. It's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype line is not happening, but it usually is. And, of course, at 5 o'clock p.m. today, we bring in Dr. Mike Lennon. We're going to talk pro wrestling, the hour number one of No Holds Barred. Hour number two, the great Dave Meltzer talking MMA. Straight up, that's No Holds Barred today at 5 p.m. right here on Sports Byline. Once again, open phone lines, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Some of the other guys that won on the card last night, guess who's back? The former champion. Next week, baby. We're talking about Renan Braille. Remember him? Lost to T.J. Dillashaw, the Bantamweight Championship. Speaking of T.J., how about him and Uriah Faber? Talking about that after the break. More UFC news and the world's MMA at large right after the break here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. $100 million in jury verdicts and settlements for serious injury victims, medical malpractice victims, and surviving family members of wrongful death victims. Trial Lawyers for Justice. This is a firm that does not handle frivolous lawsuits. They go after insurance company money, and they're darn good at it. They don't sell their clients out or settle cheaply. Trial Lawyers for Justice, the firm that goes the distance for you 
their client. They treat their clients the way you would want your own family members taken care of. Nicholas Rowley, Dominic Pachota, and the other trial lawyers in the firm at Trial Lawyers for Justice, dedicated to representing the people and their families in Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Illinois, California, Wyoming, and many other states. Trial Lawyers for Justice. $100 million in settlements and jury verdicts already in 2016. 888-811-0844. TL4J.com. Trial Lawyers for Justice. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Sports Byline's library of more than 12,000 interviews is a treasure. I'm Ron Barr, and we want your help in protecting, sharing, and continuing to build this sports interview treasure. We've launched a GoFundMe campaign, so please go to sportsbyline.com slash funding and donate so you can be a part of preserving and continuing to build this unique collection of sports interviews. Everyone who donates receives a link to a special commemorative collection of the Sports Byline Interview Library. Thank you for your support and help. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at pacificprivatemoney.com. And now today's gardening tip. Over 50% of the country is experiencing drought conditions. Wilt from drought and summer stress can severely damage lawns and ornamental plants and dramatically reduce yields for commercial farms and home vegetable gardens. Not to mention the average cost of water has increased 48% since 2010. Lawn care professionals, golf course superintendents, and sports field managers have found an effective product to maintain great-looking plants with less water that is now also available to homeowners. And now a word from Hydratane. Is your lawn fried from heat and drought stress? Flowers wilted? Tired of constantly watering? Not to mention high water bills? Then do what the pros do to reduce watering by up to 50% or more. Use Hydrotain and you'll water less while maintaining beautiful lawns, landscapes, and gardens. Hydrotain is an environmentally responsible solution that has been used for years by top golf courses and landscape professionals. Now available to you. Ask your lawn service or local garden center for Hydrotain. To learn more or to order directly, visit our website at youwaterless.com. You're going to work, work hard all day. At the end of the week, you collect your pay. That's just where it's at. It's as simple as that. Now, more of Ring Talk you with Pedro Fernandez. Great Michael Jeffries on lead for Tower of Power. Mike's cutting hair in the East Bay. He's got a haircutting salon over there doing some motivational speaking. Mike's got it going on, no doubt about that. Of course, we are on the uh, looking at USC Fight Night. Michael Johnson, the winner that's in the rear view mirror. And of course, he taunted Dustin Poirier afterwards. He's apologized for that. He got a fight bonus last night, a $40,000 fight bonus, as he should. Uh, Evan Dunham also got a fight bonus. You know, I got to say this. These fight bonuses, all they're only fifty grand, and I think they're like throwing a guy a, a cracker, okay? A guy that's like fought in a pit, you're throwing him a cracker afterwards. I, at least a cracker is there. I mean, you, you, the cracker's got to be there. There's got to be some type of incentive. There's got to be a way for fighters to make more money in the UFC than they're making. I mean, I've talked about this in detail, but <clears throat> if they're only making 10 to 15%, on the high end, it's 15%. I'll get you to look at that again. Let's, took it, let's look at it this way. 
Let's consider the world of mixed martial arts and pay-per-view and all that kind of money is generated by the USC. Let's consider it a football field, okay? All right, it's a 100-yard football field, right? right? Well, the, the USC has 85 yards of that field, and they only give the fighters 15 yards of that field. Now, what would the USC be without the fighters? Seriously. What would they be without the fighters? They'd be nothing. There would be no organization. So how can you not, as J.R. Ross, the wrestling, great wrestling icon, of course, the man doing MMA now and, of course, uh, doing some boxing on CBS Sportsnet, you know, he said, if you don't feed the goose, the golden goose, the fighters are the golden goose, the performers are the golden goose. If you don't pay the golden goose, what's happening? What's going to happen? I mean, the, go the geese are going to go away or they're going to organize themselves or something's going to happen. They're going to file a class action lawsuit against you because it's just not fair. <clears throat> I mean, you know, I've been hearing a lot lately about everybody's blaming the government and stuff like that for the fact that, you know, people aren't making money. They've got jobs. So they're not making money. Well, how can you blame the government for that? Don't you think you should be blaming your employer and like those corporations that are controlling all the money? How come corporate uh, wealth is at an all-time high and wages are at an all-time low as far as coming uh, in contrast with the cost of living and things like that? Why is that? Of course, the uh, wages went up for a record time, I think, last year, the highest points it's ever taken in history. But it's not enough. A lot of people are still out there struggling. I mean, people are working two jobs to get by. That kind of stuff is not safe. It's not good. It's not American, but it's the way we have to live nowadays. We want to survive in 2016. What I'm trying to say is don't blame the government. I mean, I guess the government's real easy to blame on this. So what you should be doing is like having a national strike against these corporations. Now, seriously, am I spouting socialism? No, I'm spouting stand up and stand up and, and speak for yourself. Because if you don't, guess what? Corporations are going to run rule over us. And before we know it, fascism will be amongst us. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of mixed martial arts. This hour, of course, upcoming on the world of mixed martial arts, we have that USC fight card with Cristina Santos. Call her what you want. Cristina Santos Cyborg, uh, Justino, wherever she wants to be, but she's a monster. I said Roy Nelson's on the card. Renan Braille's coming back on that same card. Renan Braille, of course, lost his title to T.J. Dillashaw a couple of years ago, and he, he just, like, disappeared. We never saw him again. And, of course, he was a guy I thought that was playing around with <clears throat> um, Flintstone Vitamins. Now he's fighting at 145, having fought and won the championship 135. Now, T.J. Dillashaw, the former champion, of course, now he lost his title as well. And he didn't. He failed to cash in. He should have cashed in. What am I talking about? They should have cashed in and made that fight with Uriah Faber. Uriah Faber lost to uh, Jimmy Gonzalez or some, some ordinary fighter last week. And it wasn't thought to be. Uh, a loss going in for Uriah Faber, but he did lose, and so he lost going out, so he's lost the fight. And, of course, you know, when when Uriah Faber went out for the uh, Dominic, went out for Dominic Cruz, of course, the UFC 199 and lost the title, and then Dominic Cruz ended up giving up the title because he got hurt, and then TJ took it, uh, Renan took it first, and then TJ took it in between. But now Dominic Cruz is back in the driver's seat at this weight. I mean, Dominic Cruz is a bad dude. He ain't killing people, but he's beating people, and he's tall, and he's rangy, and he's beating them decisively. Not punctuation mark endings, okay? But not not in the last couple of fights anyway, but he's doing it well. And, of course, T.J. Lillishaw, eh, you know, some people thought he was like a, a mid-level guy that got lucky against Burrell, maybe some good matchmaking. Maybe Burrell had problems making the weight here in the United States, not being able to take Flintstone vitamins. Um, but the bottom line was, you know, T.J. Dillashaw did look good in that title fight against Barreiro. After that, looked good in one title offense, of course, against a schmo, some guy they brought in at the last minute, 
that was in another weight class from another fight league. I mean, that's just the way it was done. I think it was done in the last 24 hours. So that wasn't a big feather in his cap. Then he came back and he lost the title of Dominic Cruz. And now Dominic Cruz was going to rumble, of course, with Uriah Faber, who he's already fought once. But the California kid lost last week. And, you know, I think maybe it's the end of the road for the California kid. I mean, I, I don't like saying that. But, you know, I mean, he's... He's such a credit and such a class act. I mean, when you sit down, you talk with, with Uriah, he's giving you his attention, 200% of it. You know that, that you know, he, he, his mind isn't wandering, although he does. You see him when he's thinking, when he's overthinking and things like that when you're doing interviews. But <clears throat> always a classy guy running that, you know, that Team Alpha Male uh, dojo, MMA gym, call it what you want, of course, out of Sacramento, California, living in nearby Lincoln, California. So, I mean, he's the real deal. He was a guy that was doing MMA when it was illegal in California. He couldn't do it. You weren't supposed to even do it in the gym. It was illegal. I remember they were only fighting on Indian, res Indian reservations and things like that. Yeah, MMA was illegal up until about mm, eight or ten years ago. So, this is a new thing. That's why Jake Stipcheran is starting to see fighters looking a little bit punch drunk. But speaking of punch drunk, <clears throat> I don't want to see Uriah Faber in that, in that state. I really don't. And I think at the age of 35, I think he's done his best. He has failed to win a USC title. Probably the best fighter maybe in history. That's what some people say, to not win a USC title, a fight in the USC. But then again, he was the world extreme cage fighting champion, of course. And, and you give him props for that. But in the USC, he's failed to grab the cigar, baby. Everything but the cigar. Unfortunately, you got to win that gold ring in order to be considered a truly great fighter in the world of mixed martial arts, and he has not grabbed that gold ring in the UFC. Now, the Dominic uh, Cruz showdown with T.J. Dillashaw, that's sort of the fact that he lost to Cruz sort of killed the fact that it killed the uh, Uriah Faber, T.J. Dillashaw, all, all Sacramento type of bout. Because, you know, T.J. was part of that Team Alpha Male team. He slept on Uriah Faber's couch, all that kind of good stuff. They were blood buddies, you know, best friends forever, all that kind of good stuff until he, until he won the title. Once he won the title... And they got a little thing. Kings got a little uh, lukewarm per se. And then they got like, then they got cold. And of course, T.J. Dillashaw left Team Alpha Male in Sacramento, California. Went off to Denver, the area of Denver, Colorado. Signed with a new team down there. And his first fight <clears throat> lost the title back to Dominic Cruz. Now we still have a big fight in Sacramento, possibly between T.J. Dillashaw and Uriah Faber. Both of them are from that area. I mean, this would make for a big fight. Before, when the title was on the line, it probably could have sold. 25 or 30,000 seats in that outdoor baseball stadium they got up there for that minor league baseball stadium. I'm telling you, it was bigger than the Arco Arena, bigger than the new Arco Arena, okay? Bigger than the home of Sacramento Kings. It just was, okay? But that fight's dead now. The title's gone. TJ's lost, and of course, Uriah Faber losing. He lost that over the weight fight uh, about mm, six or eight, maybe about 18 months ago in the Philippines when he fought at 155. That was a, at 145. That was a mistake, but he dropped back down to 135 trying to do a favor for the company, and at 135, he's lost his last fight now. So I think it's time for him to look in the mirror and say to my, say to himself, you know, it's time to go. <clears throat> I made that decision one time, folks. I really did. It was 1988, I believe, and the fight wasn't announced yet as far as being official. And I was getting my hand, hand wraps cut off me in the ring in the Civic Auditorium in San Francisco, and I was fighting in the Golden Glove fight, and I had won four Golden Glove titles leading up to that. And I realized then and there that if I won, I was going to go on and fight for the championship, okay? But, you know, if I lost, I was leaving. That was it. I was quitting. There was no doubt about it. So I'm getting my, my hand reps cut off, and I look over to my mother, and my mother's ringside. She's one of my motivational coaches, my running coach. She says to me, are you all right? I say, yeah, I'm fine. She goes, they say you won. They say you won. Well, the reason why she says they say you won was she would never watch the fights, per se. She would only 
come in, watch me get introduced, and then go out in the uh, in the lobby and smoke a cigarette. Of course, chain smokers would kill her. But anyway, she would come back. She came back and she goes, they, they tell me, they all tell me you won it. You look good. I said, Mom, I said, I, this is, we need to talk. This is probably going to be it. She goes, what? I go, this is probably going to be it. So anyway, we're back in the dressing room afterwards. My trainer and I and everybody's together. And I'm telling them, you know, this is it. I don't want to fight anymore. I just don't feel it. I don't feel the juice. I don't feel the energy. I don't feel there's anything left to prove. And I was able to say that because of the fact that Guys that were far lesser than me, folks, and if you can imagine this, guys that were far lesser than me were hitting me. Guys that couldn't hit me at all before I got hurt or when I was in my prime couldn't touch me. These guys were now hitting me. And some of these, the better guys were now competing with me. So it wasn't me being uh, on an undefeated run like it was for three years in the Golden Gloves. It wasn't that way anymore. I was hurt and I was fighting tough, tough guys. Okay, But I made the decision at the end that it was over. I thought about a comeback for a while. I went back and I trained and I trained and I trained. I guess I trained for about mm, two and a half, three months. <clears throat> At one point, gave it up, uh, rested for about another year and a half, came back and gave it another three months, got myself down to 7% body fat. I mean, I was lean. I was mean. I was ready to go. But, you know, the fire wasn't there. I looked good physically. I think the big challenge for me was getting down to 7% body fat and being all super lean and all buffed and that kind of good stuff again. But competing just wasn't my thing. So I knew right then and there when the when the fact that guys were lesser than me were hitting me that it was time to go. And I think that Uriah Faber has got to realize that right now. The guys are lesser than him, guys that couldn't hold his, you know, couldn't carry his lunch for him three or four years ago are now competing with him and beating him. So it's time for T.J. Dillashaw and Dominic Cruz, probably Dominic Cruz to settle their score maybe at uh, at 135 and Uriah Faber to ride off into the sunset. Now, as far as the California kid's concerned, of course, uh, TJ Dillashaw, he's talking about another fight with um, with Dominic Cruz. But, you know, Dominic Cruz is bigger, off to bigger and better things. He may even move up in weight. He's got that body. He can move up, you know, 10 pounds to 145 pounds and still keep that 135-pound title. Because, you know, the USC did that exception with Conor McGregor. And since they did it with Connor, they've got to do it with everybody else who are going to face another class action lawsuit. Of course, the class action lawsuit comes to fruition to an extent <clears throat> this month and next. In Las Vegas, Nevada, I believe the depositions are being taken. And, of course, uh, discovery is going on. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the lawsuit, the class action lawsuit filed by different fighters, including Nate Corey, the aforementioned my king, Kyle Kingsbury, of course, a retired UFC fighter, of course, um, who else is on that card? Uh, uh, Kung Lee, the uh, Vietnamese fighter, of course, that won a Showtime, I won a Showtime belt, a Strike Force belt on Showtime before coming over to the UFC. All these guys are part of a class action lawsuit, you know, claiming that the UFC was disingenuous in their intentions with them, and they didn't get the money they deserve, and they don't get the you know. Listen, if these guys get hurt in training, I told you this before, right? If you're training for a fight and you get hurt in training, you're done. You know, the 5000 bucks you had to borrow for your training camp to pay your trainer, to pay your your uh, your conditioning guy, to pay a nutritionist to come in and watch you, your dietitian, maybe sparring partners, all those kind of good stuff to put them up in there. you got to pay for that. You pay for that yourself. The UFC doesn't pay for that. You're an independent contractor. You pay for that yourself. So you borrowed four or five, maybe six grand for a, for a, uh, for a training camp. You're only going to make 15 or 20 grand in the fight. So you, you borrow like a third just to get going. So you get this into your training camp, and then guess what? You get hurt. That's why guys fight hurt in the UFC, because they can't afford not to fight. 
even if it means a loss. They can't afford not to fight. That's part of this last class action lawsuit, folks. That's part of what this is all about. The USC has become a monopoly. I mean, Dana White, you know, he thinks his spit doesn't, is he spit isn't wet. He just does, and, and it is. And of course, he's been forced now to have a uh, an iPhone because they took away his drop phone, that drug dealer's phone, is because he there was no record of anything he did. So he could promise the guy a million bucks on the phone. The guy would hang up. Next time you saw him, I never promised you a million. I talked to you on the phone. Show me some records. There's no records. Straight up, you're tuned to Sports Byline, and this is Ring Talk. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707-800-949-8707. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than 
$500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong, a lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great power. The dudes have envied him for so long. Oh, super flat. 58 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside living in the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Take that back. Combat sports. We're talking combat sports. Che Conga won the, uh, the main event, Bellator 161 Friday night, of course, over Tony Johnson. Who's he? I don't know. It was the unanimous night across the board. Take that back. It was the majority night. 29-29. One judge called leaving. The other two judges thought that Che Conga won two of the three rounds. Joe Warren defeated Saran Kakai with a third-round submission. That was a guillotine choke. Of course, Joe Warren, former UFC fighter. Anastasia Anastasia Yakova, okay, fantastic fighter. Her name should be a lot easier than for me than that. I do all these Russian names. Yankova, anyway. Anastasia Yankova defeated Vete Ortega via split decision. She supposedly can really, really fight. This Yankova is supposed to be like the real deal as far as female fighters are concerned. You know, I never got a chance to talk about it with Socrates Palmer in hour number one. We talked about, I wanted to talk about the fact that female boxers don't make it anymore. I mean, Christy Martin, she was making big money about 25, 20 years ago, and now female boxers don't make a dime. Lay Lolly made a couple bucks. Now women are making money in mixed martial arts. Need I say any more? Ronda Rousey, she became a millionaire. Okay. Um, Holly Holm made a good amount of money. No doubt about that. Misha Tate, I think, can pay the bills. Of course, the girl that beat her, though, Amanda Nunez, I think she's still hungry and ready to roll, man. That Brazilian girl happens to be gay as a monster. Got that baby face assassin look to her. I mean, she is the real deal. And, of course, current the world 135-pound champion looking for a challenge. That would be cool. I mean, that's sort of cool. They passed this belt around in the last year. It went from uh, Ronda Rousey to Holly Holm, from Holly Holm to Misha Tate, from Misha Tate to Amanda Nunes. You know, just passing it around. Nobody wants to keep it. Of course, Rousey had it for a while, but Rousey was on a roll. Rousey was like beating everybody they put in front of her in the blink of an eye. Why? Because they didn't know how to beat her. The way to beat her was the boxer. Holly Holm boxed her and beat her. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Stay tuned right here on Sports Byline for more Ring Talk. 